Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Mr. Classic Wrestling Podcast. And today, I'm going to go my review of AEW's Dynamite. Starting off the evening, we go to our first match of the night. It is FTR and CM Punk versus the Gun Club and Max Caster. Number one, I thought it was a good opening matchup for Dynamite last night. Back and forth matchup between both teams with FTR and Punk, keeping the pace of the match. CM Punk hits a humongous botch in the middle of the ring. Punk then gets to the top rope, hits an elbow drop. Punk also hits a GTS, and FTR hit a big rig. Pins for the three, and your winners of the match are FTR and CM Punk. After the match, CM Punk grabs a microphone. Punk says that he has to get better in the ring, that it's going to take time. Dax says that wrestling is, is his entire world. Dax calls out New Japan Pro Wrestling, saying that any tag team from any other company wants to Jump them from behind that they are ready to defend the AEW, uh, or not AEW, the Ring of Honor Tag Team Championships. Uh, Punk also calls out New Japan. He said that he knows that there's a Forbidden Door pay-per-view coming up here soon and that he's looking for an opponent. And the person to answer that call was none other than Tanahashi. This was huge, man. I mean, Tanahashi showing up was absolutely huge. And to be honest with you, I think the Forbidden Door is going to be absolutely insane. Um, It's just – it's – my thing is, having AEW versus New Japan at this pay-per-view at the Forbidden Door is going to be absolutely insane, man. And now we know that we have Tanahashi versus CM Punk, possibly for the AEW World Championship, is going to be absolutely insane. But hats off to FTR and CM Punk for getting the win in that matchup. Moving on from that, we go into our next part of the night. It is MJF's segment. And man, this was absolutely insane, what MJF said. He grabs a microphone, he makes his way down to the ring, he grabs a microphone, he talks about Double or Nothing and that he is sad. He talks about the New Japan merger that's going to happen at uh, the Forbidden Door, the pay-per-view. He also mentions Tony Khan. Tony Khan. MJF also talks about not getting paid like other athletes and superstars on the roster, especially the guys that he signed from uh, WWE. MJF says that he uh, has carried AEW on his back since the very beginning. And said he doesn't want to be in AEW anymore. MJF, MJF also goes forward and says that he's best in the world. And that uh, Tony Khan takes him for granted. And that he's not. And Tony Khan's not paying MJF. MJF then disses Tony Khan. He also calls him a mark. Which I thought was absolutely hilarious. Uh, MJF wants Tony Khan to fire him. Then the, the uh, microphone cuts out. And they go to commercial. Couple of things. There's a lot to take in from this, man. Number one, this is one of the biggest news stories that broke in wrestling last night. Honestly, one of the best promos in a very long time. I mean, MJF technically dropped his own pipe bomb in the middle of the a you know in the middle of the AEW ring, live from Los Angeles. I mean, there was a lot to dissect when he said what he said. Number one, uh, there was. I mean, obviously there was some hostility between MJF and Tony Khan, and a lot of people were saying, "Oh, MJF's gone right to WWE." I don't think that's going to happen, man, to be honest with you. And the reason why is because what MJF's doing right now is red hot, red hot. And him cutting that promo last night is exactly what CM Punk did in his WWE run towards the end. When he was going up against John Cena, he won the WWE Championship. He dropped that infamous promo, the pipe bomb. This is exactly what CM Punk did years and years ago, and MJF is doing the same thing. Now, do I think MJF will eventually go to WWE? Of course, I totally see him going to WWE, but I don't see it happening right now, in my honest opinion. I don't. I think right now, obviously, they're working an angle right now between MJF and Tony Khan, and and rightfully so. 
I mean, a lot of things MJF said, too, in this promo didn't make a lot of sense. And the reason why I'm saying that is, is because there are there has been rumors about people wanting to leave AEW. Small rumors that they want to go to WWE. Jim Ross has even mentioned about some talent that's on that's currently in AEW wanting to possibly go to WWE in the future. Sure. You know, but I also look into the fact of what happened with Cody Rhodes' incident. And I don't think a lot of people are looking into that. Now, Cody Rhodes, a lot of people are saying it was money or ego. I, I think personally it was ego. Or maybe he wanted more money, but I personally think it was more ego with Cody Rhodes, and that's the re- one of the main reasons why him and Tony Khan had a falling out. But I also know MJF is really good friends with Cody Rhodes, and maybe MJF was trying to follow the coattails, possibly, of Cody Rhodes by going over to WWE. I know he's MJF's a Bruce Pritchard guy. I know Paul Heyman has talked very highly of MJF, and I'm sure he wants to go over to WWE. This is also the same guy that, I don't know if people remember this, but the same guy that when Tough Enough was around, he actually put an audition tape into Tough Enough to be a part of the show way before AEW ever even came into existence. So, obviously, MJF has intentions possibly to go to WWE, and it's probably bound to happen. But the promo that he cut last night calling Tony Khan a mark was absolutely hilarious. And not only that, and another reason why I'm saying this is very CM Punk-ish is because when he cut that promo in the the camera went to commercial or, you know, AEW went to commercial. There was videos that surfaced on Twitter that shows CM Punk making his way down to the ring as MJF's cutting his promo. And then MJF leaves the ring, cuts through the crowd, and then that's it. Then CM Punk walks back up the aisle and goes to the back. So the way I'm staying, what, what I'm seeing right now is what I said a while ago. CM Punk was going to win the championship possibly at double or nothing, and he did. But that storyline between CM Punk and MJF is far from over. And I think what's going to happen, possibly leading into All Out, is that we're going to have CM Punk defend the AEW World Heavyweight Championship against MJF at All Out, and MJF's going to get the win. Then he'll get the win and then possibly leave to go to WWE. For all intents and purposes, what's to say also that MJF has not signed another contract with Tony Khan and they're just keeping it under wraps right now? What's to say? You know, I personally, this and this is the other thing too. You know, going over to WWE and what AEW is doing, there's a immense difference of what AEW and WWE are doing right now. Bruce Prichard and Creative, everybody knows it's been the same old song and dance. That Creative for WWE is absolutely, it, it's it's horrendous. Absolutely horrendous. So you had Cody go over to WWE. Now, credit Cody's had a lot of good matches. He's had a lot of good matches with Seth Rollins. He's being predominantly shown on WWE television. Great. I also think he might be the guy to dethrone Roman Reigns, possibly. Who knows? MJF coming in to WWE might be a completely 360 for MJF. I mean, obviously, you're not going to get the same MJF that you're getting on TV like you did last night going into WWE. There's no way USA Network's going to approve that. I can tell you that right now. There's no way. Two, he has to find his spot. Now, people are like are saying, like, oh, well, MJF's a big name. Yeah, and Tony Khan really did help him get his name out there. So, I mean, you got to give credit where credit's due. Because honestly, truthfully, I don't think a lot of people knew who the hell MJF was really before he came along to AEW. And I'll be the first one to admit it. I didn't know anything about Maxwell Jacob Freeman or MJF way before he got in AEW. I had no idea. I know he was on the independent scene, you know, just like Brian Pillman Jr., just like Joey Janela, just like Jimmy Havoc. Those guys, a lot of those guys are, were not being predominantly shown on TV or not really known. They were independents. I'm not taking anything away from the Indies, man. I think the Indies have some of the greatest wrestlers of all time. And a lot of wrestlers that are known now that are, you know, predominantly shown on television came from the Indies at one point. 
That's not what I'm saying. What I was saying to you is, is Tony Khan brought this man in to AEW. And a lot of people, whether you love MJF or hate him, a lot of people didn't know who MJF was in the beginning until we got in AEW. I personally think a lot of a lot of people after this promo happened thought this was a complete shoot, and MJF said exactly what he wanted to say, and then he's totally leaving AEW. He might have said what he wanted to say under a microscope a little bit. And two, this is a complete angle, man. This is a work. This is 100% a work. I, I do not see MJF just packing up and rolling out the WWE. I, do, I don't see it. I don't. And not only that, like I stated earlier, having CM Punk come down to the ring to try to confront MJF, it looks like the storyline's running, running itself. I think it's going to be CM Punk versus MJF for the AEW World Championship at All Out. I totally do. But this pipe bomb that MJF let off last night was absolutely incredible, man. And uh, I look forward to what's going to happen next with MJF. And usually, the other thing about AEW that I like is usually every summer, things start to really, really heat up for AEW. Just like it did last year when CM Punk came along and everything else like that. It really got a lot of eyeballs on the product. So you have MJF dropping that pipe bomb last night. Then you have Tanahashi showing up to challenge CM Punk at the Forbidden Door for the possibly the AEW World Championship. And not only that, you have the Forbidden Door itself happening this month. The other big rumor is, is that Adam Page might challenge Okada at the Forbidden Door. And some people hate it. Some people love it. I'm back and forth on it, man. I'm a big fan of Adam Page, but honestly, the money match to make is Brian Danielson versus Okada, if I'm being 100% honest. But right now, the rumor is it's going to be Adam Page versus Okada at the Forbidden Door, as well as uh, Tanahashi versus CM Punk, possibly for the AEW World Championship. But all in all, MJF cut a hell of a promo, probably a promo of the year last night. That promo was absolutely incredible, man. So I definitely look forward to what's going to happen next with MJF and Tony Khan. Moving on from that, we have a Johnny Elite Open Challenge. Trying to, figure, I was trying to figure out who this, who was going to take this Open Challenge against Johnny Elite. Um, and none other, the person that answered Johnny Elite's Open Challenge was none other than Miro. Miro finally returns the Redeemer. He is back. He accepts Johnny Elite's challenge. He cut a great promo uh, backstage. Awesome, absolutely awesome. Glad to see Miro back. The match itself to me was kind of a glorified squash match. Uh, Miro was kind of keeping the pace throughout the entire match. Uh, Johnny Elite did hit a springboard enziguri on Miro, but Miro ultimately applies the submission, and your winner of the match is Miro. Hats off to Miro for getting a win, and honestly, welcome back to Miro, man. He's been missed for a while. Definitely look forward to what's going to happen next with Miro moving forward. Moving on from that, we have a JAS segment, the Jericho Appreciation Society. Uh, the JAS, JAS talk about uh, Double or Nothing. The match they had with, especially when it comes to Eddie Kingston. Uh, Jericho mocks Kingston. Eddie Kingston makes his way down to the ring. Kingston said he wants to fight. Regal then grabs the mic and says, Let's fight at blood and guts. JAS then attack Eddie Kingston. Ortiz then attacks Jericho, actually cutting his hair. And it looks like we're going to have an impromptu matchup soon between Jericho and Ortiz in a hair versus hair match. So. Like I said, man, that Jericho stuff and Eddie Kingston is far from over. And it looks like we're going to get a rematch at Blood and Guts, man, which is going to be absolutely insane. Blood and Guts, obviously, kind of like a knockoff to the war games that WCW had back in the day. So having these guys in a steel cage, man, going at it, it's going to be absolutely insane, especially what they did at Double or Nothing in the Anarchy in the Arena match, man. It was absolutely insane. So I can only imagine what it's going to be like to lock these two teams into a cage 
at Blood and Guts, man. It's going to be absolutely insane. Moving on from that, we go into our next match of the night. It is Darby Allen, Matt Hardy, Jurassic Express, and Christian Cage versus Young Bucks, Hikaleo, and Red Dragon. I thought the match was a good match. Back and forth matchup between both teams with the Jurassic Express, Cage, Darby, and Matt Hardy keeping the pace of the match. Jungle Boy hits a Canadian Destroyer on Matt. Young Bucks then hit a super kick on Matt Hardy. And then the Young Bucks ultimately hit a Melter driver, pins for the three. And your winners of the match are Red Dragon, the Young Bucks, and Hikaleo. Hats off to Red Dragon, Young Bucks, and Hikaleo for getting a win in this matchup. Moving on from that, we have Tony Schiavone interviewing Athena. Athena says that she's all elite. She seems very happy. Athena then mocks Jade. Athena wants to break Jade's record. Jade makes her way out to the stage. Stokely Hathaway, he's also here, which we, he was fantastic on the mic. He looks like he's representing now Jay Cargill, which I think is absolutely fantastic. Jade's out there with the baddies. Anna Jay and Chris Statlander make their way out to the stage as well. And it looks like we might have a six women's tag team matchup between Jay Cargill and the baddies versus Athena, Anna Jay, and Chris Statlander, man, which is going to be absolutely insane. I can't wait for Athena to have her debut match. On Dynamite, man. It's going to be absolutely insane. But definitely look forward to what's going to happen next with Athena. Moving on from that, we go into our next match of the night. It is Warlow versus J.D. Drake. This was a glorified squash match. Uh, Warlow, Warlow was keeping the pace throughout the entire match. Warlow hits two devastating power bombs on J.D. Drake. Pins him for the three, and your winner of the match is Warlow. After the match, though, Tony Schiavone goes to interview Warlow. But Mark Sterling comes out, interrupts Tony Schiavone and Warlow. Mark Sterling also said that he's going to be suing Wardlow for what Wardlow done to AEW security. And then Wardlow grabs one of the security guards and ends up hitting a powerbomb on the security guard, which was absolutely hilarious. But uh, all in all, man, hats off to Wardlow for getting a win in that matchup. Moving on from that, we go into our next match of the night. It is Ruby Soho and Tony Storm versus Jamie Hayter and Britt Baker. I thought this was an okay matchup. Back and forth matchup between both teams with Ruby and Tony Storm keeping the pace of the match. But Ruby ultimately hits a sister Abigail on Britt Baker. Pins her for the three. And your winners of the match are Tony Storm and Ruby Soho. Hats off to Ruby Soho and Tony Storm for getting the win in this matchup. Moving on from that, we go into our main event of AEW's Dynamite. It is John Moxley versus Daniel Garcia. I thought this was a really good matchup. Back and forth matchup between Moxley and Garcia with Moxley keeping the pace of the match. Moxley and Garcia both exchange in the middle of the ring. Garcia then hits a pile driver on John Moxley for a near fall. Jericho makes his way down to the ring. Eddie Kingston runs down the ring. Eddie almost had almost had a Titus O'Neil moment. He almost slipped and fell and slipped right underneath the ring. I thought it was absolutely hilarious. So I was like, oh man, this might not end well for Eddie Kingston. But uh, the match itself between John Moxley and Garcia was absolutely awesome. Uh, Moxley ended up getting the win. But uh, after that, it was announced that it's going to be Jericho versus Ortiz at Road Rager. It looks like another special is going to be happening for AEW Dynamite here in the near future. As far as Dynamite last night, man, I thought the show was absolutely incredible. I really did. A lot of news newsworthy stuff that came out of Dynamite last night. Obviously, uh, Tanahashi showing up to challenge CM Punk at the Forbidden Door. I think Forbidden Door is going to be absolutely insane if they do it right. And like I stated earlier, we already have Tanahashi and CM Punk possibly for the AEW World Championship. And the rumor right now is going to be Adam Page versus 
uh, Okada at Forbidden Door, which some people may like, some people may disagree with it. I mean, honestly, I'm not completely against it, but honestly, I would I would rather see Brian Danielson versus Okada than Adam Page versus Okada because that's one of the ma- one of the dream matches for me personally as a fan would be Okada versus Brian Danielson. I thought it would be absolutely fantastic to see that matchup. So. Definitely excited for the Forbidden Door. And obviously the big elephant in the room was MJF dropping that pipe bomb live from L.A. last night, man. It was absolutely incredible. And to me, I'm all over the place with this MJF stuff, man. It could be a shoot, but I definitely think it could be also a work, man. You also had CM Punk come down to the ring to try to confront MJF. He leaves the ring and runs through the crowd. It's all over the place, man. MJF says he's not making enough money, not getting the respect that he deserves. Who knows, man? It's going to be absolutely insane. I mean, even him calling MJ, I mean, MJF calling Tony Khan a mark was absolutely hilarious, man. Absolutely hilarious. So definitely look forward to what's going to happen next with MJF and this whole Tony Khan stuff. It's going to be absolutely insane. Also, it was great to see Miro finally return to AEW. He's been gone for a little while now. And I look forward to what's going to happen with Miro next, man. Maybe he will go after the TNT Championship again, or maybe he'll he will align himself with a tag team partner and go after the AEW Tag Team Champions again. I don't know. I have no idea, man. But all in all, it was a decent night, a solid night uh, at AEW last night, man. Like I said, with MJF's pipe bomb, uh, CM Punk looking for a challenger for the Forbidden Door, and Tanahashi ends up answering the call, man. It's absolutely insane, man. This summer is going to be absolutely insane for AEW, and I can't wait to see the Forbidden Door pay-per-view coming up here in the next few weeks. So, This is my review of AEW's Dynamite. I hope you guys are out there staying safe. Be careful and remember, stay classic. Peace.